0: Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we look at American life and times through a perspective of faith. There's only one guy, man. I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. And entertainment with my sense of enlightenment. What the good doctor hasn't uh, let in on yet is that your test shows that you're a genius. Please, your IQ scored right off the chart. There isn't even a classification for you so high. All of your tests indicate that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of humankind. It will test your head and your mind, your brain too. So sit back, literally or figuratively and enjoy American life from a particular point of view. Lighten up, Francis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. If you'd like to um, respond or feedback or whatever on these podcasts or what I'm saying or whatnot or my ideas, um, email me at watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments At hotmail.com. Today's topic I've chosen. Maybe it should have been done earlier because it is kind of is quite important to me. However, um, other things get in the way, and maybe that's a bad thing. Depending on who you are, I am a Christian, a born again believer. Um, I have asked Jesus into my life. I know what He's done for me, um, and I knew, and I know what He's done to. Um, for me to, and what he's went through to, uh, declare my conscience of it. Pretty much, I believe that, um, after I die, uh, yes, this shell of a human corpse will dissipate back into the earth where once it came, so to speak, but my spirit, well, my, my spirit will go, will go into heaven, you know, or, you know, the spiritual plane, whatever you want to call it. Um... So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough thing for some people to follow. And I know probably right now, some people are going to go, okay, and I don't want to hear any of this. That's one thing I've, I've guessing is that, um, it's, it's a, a fine line to, to walk for someone who was a movie fan. Um, not so maybe much uh, sports, but especially with, with the nerd thing and, uh, and and Christian thing, considering um, that most movies, especially, you know, sci-fi movies, nerd movies, they don't acknowledge any kind of, anybody of faith. Um, uh, You know, actually, Star Trek, I was told that Gene Roddenberry was an atheist. And uh, I noticed that in all of the uh, Star Trek Next Generation episodes, um, they all either disclaim God as being, um, um, really just a, a high powered being or they laugh, so to speak. Oh, there's no God, but, uh, there, there is a God, um, just because we can't see him. <laughs> I mean, after all, he is an omnip- omnipotent being, all powerful, all knowing, blah, 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 blah. But uh, it, it's just one of those things that um, that uh, he is out there. And to the opposite side of the coin, so is the devil. Of course, he's known by many different names as well as God is. And uh, it, it, Satan is powerful. Um, but he just, he has his limits. And the reason why he has limits, of course, was because God made him. You know, and that's one thing about beings that God makes, um, either to the good or to the bad of us, uh, we have our own free will, which is both super awesome and really sucks. So, <laughs> uh, I, as my free will, and as per the Constitution of the United States, um, I can decide whether or not to follow, uh, you know, follow God in Christ Or I can just do what I want to do and believe nothing. But I know there are several other religions. And in my belief, um, any other religion except for following Christ, to me, is a form of, I can't say Satanism or Satanic, but the devil, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, he is very crafty. He's been doing this for a very long time. He's gotten very, very good at it. He, um, pretty much, he knows all. He has to do is is nudge you a little bit to make you believe certain things. He doesn't have to make you believe to to bow down and all oh, hail Satan. He doesn't have to do that, not at all. All he has to do is question your faith, and it's like in, in in the court, you know, all all the the lawyer has to do is just hint that maybe this guy did or did not do it, maybe. You know, uh, that's all we really has to do. You know, and it just depends on the, the person's strength in their faith, as to whether they they just dismiss this, you know, these thoughts, or they, yeah, yeah What if God is a lie? What if God isn't true? What if God He is just a, a story? You know, I've actually been told by different people that um, well, actually, the Bible is just written by a bunch of jerks, and their story, you know, their stories uh, they're to to designed to, design to scare their um their children you know good night stories designed to just scare their children to, to be good to go to sleep and whatnot and it's their choice to believe that uh however i do i mean yes the bible was written by men but it was also divinely inspired you know i mean after all when a writer gets a crazy idea about an awesome story i mean think of all the great writers and stories that that were written um you know Could it be possible that maybe God put, for whatever reason, you know, I mean, you know, the idea in their head? I mean, after all, we're just human. Humans are really low-life creatures, if you think about it. You know, I mean, there are creatures under us that are lesser, so to speak, of course. I mean, and we were put in on this planet to control all the other creatures on this earth. But, um, we were you know we're we're pretty low life creatures compared to like God and his angels we're we're petty or nothing <laughs> but but still i i choose I choose personally to believe what the Bible says um and uh it's the idea of, <clears throat> well, do you believe um literally or figuratively? And I have to say, well, yes, you know, in Genesis. It says, you know, God created the earth and, you know, in six days. And uh, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, if you look at it this way, I mean, yes, it was also written by a man. Okay. I think it was Moses or something. I'm not sure. Uh, I I should know the Bible more than I do. I I think it's like I know the Bible um, by what I believe and what I feel. Uh, I just can't pick off scripture off the top of my head and say okay here's what it says here's where you find it i can't do that i just know it says it and i believe it says it but but you're talking you know god on day one god created this well to an omnipotent all-powerful being what's it what's a year what's a day you know as there's some place uh where was it in the new testament i don't remember what book it's in, it said to God, one year is a thousand days and a thousand days is one year or something like that or a thousand years or something. And so to a person with that mindset of, you know, because he doesn't exist within our time frame. um, he, he just doesn't. So I think it's interesting how we as humans try to put him into a time frame when you can't put God into a time frame. So, you know, when it says you know on the first day well is day exactly 24 hours or is it 2400 you know uh is it 24 years 2400 years 24 millennia who knows who knows how long that is and to us um to try to pick apart now what did god really mean by this was this really true it's like okay do, so what big deal that's like trying to split hairs really I mean, there's much more, you know, there's, <laughs> there's much more important stuff in the Bible than trying to decipher what did God really mean by this? Did he really mean he actually created the earth in exactly six days and he rested on the seventh? Is that really true? I mean, I, does you have to, you know, that's one thing is you really have to you know, argue about this. It's, you know, it, the whole thing, I guess, to me also is <clears> that this is a spiritual world, that's that we don't we don't see as, as humans as mere petty humans, but they're out there. Uh, the devil does exist. Demons do exist. <clears throat> um, I mean, of course, if there's a God and His angels, which there are, you have to have the other side of that, and uh, it, you know. And so it's He does exist. Both of them. So it's uh, the idea of because He does exist, but He does exist in this plane. You know. They're out there in the spiritual world. And of course, we are not. And of course, when we die, we go into that spiritual plane. At least our souls do. And uh, the souls are forever. Souls just don't die. Um, they were made, you know, and that's one thing, as, as I understand it, um, Adam and Eve actually were made to uh, be immortal beings. Not nearly as possible as God, of course, but they were made to be immortal beings. And then came the forbidden fruit, which nobody knows really what it is. Was it wasn't an apple? Who knows? The only thing we uh, we do know is <clears throat> it was the, the the tree was in the middle of the garden, and uh, it was very attractive. Not only the tree, big and beautiful, I'm guessing, but the fruit was very attractive. Uh, you know, it looked, looked nice and ripe, and everything else. And of course, Satan was you know trying to tempt Eve. You know, well, you know, and God says you, if you eat this, you will certainly die. Well, of course, Satan talks to us from the idea of, of literally speaking, you know, you're just not going to fall down dead right now. That's just not going to happen. No, of course, God meant spiritual death. But uh, of course, Satan doesn't mention that. I mean, you know, he's, as I understand it, uh, I, I heard a radio program to where, where, uh, (laughs) <laughs> this this person wrote this this little tidbit of um, an angel, and I forget which one, um, conversating with another angel that is kind of on the fence, maybe one of the ones who went to Satan, talking about um, this new creation that that the Father came up with called humans, and how you know how pleased he was with his creation. And I just thought it was interesting about how jealous Satan was over these new petty nothing, you know, just like, I I guess the, the, from what I understand is that, is that, um, Satan looks at us like we're just cockroaches, the lowest of cockroaches, if there is such a thing as that. And so he is very jealous because he was supposed to be, you know, like Jesus. And, you know, he, when, 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 uh, God chose to put his his love into us, well, that really upset him. Of course, he's been trying all that since then, you know, to 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 do something about that. So anyway, of course, when Eve did bite the apple, and did get Adam to bite the apple, that eh, figuratively or it spiritually killed us, and ever since then, it 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 killed it, it killed us literally to the core to our dna how you want to talk about it? how you want to say it so with that everyone else is spiritually dead so that means that of course now i don't know how this really goes with like with little children infants when they die do they you know because according to the bible you know, you know all of sin and you know all of sin is like but then again when kids die infants and babies and ones who are aborted or murdered, either way you look at it. <laughs> it's another topic. <laughs> um, you know, where do they go? And I cannot answer that personally, because there are there are a few things in the Bible to me that are confusing. But that's just me, and and I'm hoping that someday God will open my eyes, either when I get up there or whatever, He'll open my eyes and go, and I'll say, "Oh, that's I get it now." <clears throat> but my mind is way too petty to to uh, to understand those kind of things. But anyway, so uh when when the apple was consumed or apple or whatever the fruit was was consumed, it really hit us hard. <laughs> not only <laughs> um, did Adam and Eve, in their quest for godliness, I think as even Satan put it, the, the snake or whatever whatever animal it was, the serpent, not only did it open our eyes and they said, "Oh my gosh, we're smart now we're we're naked, Wow!" And you know. And not only that, but the moment they ate the apple, they spiritually died. I mean, yes, their flesh was still living, but the flesh only lives for a certain time. I mean, back with Adam, I think Adam lived for like nine hundred years. I mean, almost a thousand years of life. Holy cow! But uh, he also reverted him. They kicked him out of the garden and made him okay. From now on, from what you did, you're going to be toiling in the in, in the ground forever. You're, that's how you're going to survive. By you know, that's how you're going to you know consume food. Is you have to bust your butt by the sweat of your brow. To Eve. Well, I'm just not not going to give it to you anymore. And of course, with Eve, she made her, she made God made her suburbate to man, to her husband, and made it so childbirth was painful. More painful to others, but that's you neither know, here or there. So it it's uh, yeah, a lot of bad things happened right there. And ever since then, we we know that uh, sin, because that's what Adam and Eve did. They both sinned, and um, yeah, it, it's it's. And that's when, then that's the reason why Jesus came down, you know, to, to get rid of that sin, you know, and, uh, even though God does change rules, there are some rules that God doesn't change like sin, no matter what sin it is, you know, and, uh, and that's one thing that gets me about certain, um, churches, certain beliefs is when I drive by a church with a rainbow flag or a Black Lives Matter flag or something like that, that tells me that okay, they're they're not right with God. Something Satan has got in there somehow. Uh, considering it does say in the Bible, homosexuality is a sin, and uh, and so when I hear about um, gay preachers, gay pastors, gay church leaders, um, especially lesbian ones. For one thing, again, it says in the Bible, you are not supposed to have gay sex. I mean, it's being gay is, is a sin. And also, I think it says in one of Paul's letters to, one of Paul's prison letters, I think, he states that um, the women are not supposed to be leaders in the church. So, um, you're not supposed to, to my belief, you're not supposed to have female heads of church. I mean, you can have female-like you know uh ministers in the church like uh for the women's group the kids group bible study whatever or maybe home group but in the church itself you're not supposed to have women who are pa- head pastors in the church and yes my cat's in the background um so it, it's that that's also one thing that satan does because he satan is like I said, he's very very crazy he's a he's a crafty devil pun intended <laughs> but you know, again, the one thing you know, and that's and that's the thing is is you know they are doing this to get you away from from God, and getting away from God and this world is is kind of trivial to a point. It's um it's it's the idea though that <clears throat> again Satan wants to do anything he can to <clears throat> get you away from from your soul not dying because you know as we all know once we do die not only you know it, so if you're not a part of the family of god if you have if you don't have a faith in christ um your body will die and well your soul won't die but you'll go to whatever version of hell you i guess think uh, i've heard different reasons different ways why hell is so terrible one of them um is just you know according to that there's this, this lake of fire that um it burns eternal I mean, it's like you it's like put, putting your hand on fire and you feel all the pain of that, but the fire your but your hand does not get consumed by the fire. So you feel it, but it never goes away. I've also heard it, um, the idea and, I, and um, about the idea of of it, I guess is when I kind of look toward more, is that is that God pretty much severs his connection with you completely. I mean, even if you're alive today, and even if you're not a Christian, God still has a connection with you. He still listens, and he still has a... a he, after all, he did make you. No matter if you believe that or not, God did make you. And uh, <clears throat> he created your soul, and he has a connection with you. Well, as I understand it, the that, uh, part that I tend to lean to, another one, is, <clears throat> is that when you do go to hell, God permanently severs that connection with you. And we need that godly connection to from our maker in order to survive in order to live even if you were even if you're having a really bad time right now no matter what your issue is if you're having a bad time if it's been a bad day bad month bad year whatever you still have a connection to god and when you go to hell that connection is broken severed permanently and where our souls are not designed to have that permanent sever severing from god he looks away That's what happened with Jesus on the cross. When Jesus said, My God, my God, why why have you forsaken me? God didn't forsake Jesus as we think he did because God cannot cannot be in the presence of sin. At that moment, God put the entire humans from the very creation of human to the end of humanity. God put all that sin, past, present, future, On Christ on the cross, and then God looked away. Now, because Jesus Christ isn't your typical human, he is. And again, this is another problem with some people have. He is. He is. I can't say was because to me he's still living. He is, and was. Well, put this way, the, the 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 body of Christ itself is his flesh shell. I. I'm not gonna go into the details on that because again that's splitting hairs. <clears throat> but his spirit lives on, of course. But when he said, you know, you know, I you know, why have you forsaken me? God looked away. And right then Jesus felt um what happens when people go to hell. And as I understand it, uh Jesus actually did spend three days in in hell. That's what I think. And actually there's some parts of the Bible where it even mentions that because uh, i think jesus said that uh, as jonah spent three days and three nights in the belly of the whale so will the son of man spend three days and three nights or whatever in <clears throat> the heart of the earth or something like that too so to me he went to hell which that's what happens when you when you sin you when you sin you go against god <clears throat> and then you know as going back to an earlier comment that's what happens when people who preach false doctrines you know like um progressive churches when they preach you know they they seem to do a lot of preaching of of forgiveness for their sins but if you keep on sinning and be proud of your sin then do you really deserve the forgiveness i mean god is gracious enough to do that but it gets to a point to where one thing about that is is that is that it, it coerces other people to to well if this church is saying it must be okay to have sex with another, with a man If you're a man, well, that must be acceptable. That maybe God, you know, just as long as people forgive me, and as long as God forgives me, I can keep on doing it. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) The idea is, is that when you do give give your life to Christ, it it changes you. It 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 lets you not want to do those things. It uh, and it makes you. It gives you a a a sense. It it gives you a sense of 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 spirit that uh, makes you actually. You know, because many, you know, I mean, not all Christians, but many Christians, you can kind of tell they're Christians because they just have this really positive way of life. Now, of course, you could be non-Christian be very positive. Yes, you can do that. But um, I think it's a false sense of, of happiness. You know, most people I know who are just really, really happy, most of them all the time, they're a good chance that they're believers. But uh, again, beings, we're human, and this is Satan's world. Um, even humans can feel down and stuff. I mean, most of the time I'm a pretty positive guy. Unfortunately, uh, I do get angry sometimes with politics and and socio political things and whatnot. But uh, it's the idea of I know where I'm going when I die. Uh, this Earth is a human Earth, a flesh Earth, you, so to speak. And I know that this body will die eventually. I'll it'll give up, and my heart will give out, or something. I'll get hit. I'll get maybe. Who knows what'll happen to me? But uh, this flesh of a shell will go away sometime in the future. <clears throat> but my spirit—I know where it's going, and that gives me—I mean, I'm not wishing to die. There's no death wish. I'm not suicidal. Nothing. I mean, I—I'm <laughs> looking forward to it, but not in the way of in you know, earthly sense. I don't want to die, you know. And it's not there that I welcome death. I mean, if it happens, okay, cool. Because I know that I'm going to heaven but uh, I also know that um there are people that will miss me, and they will go through pain of of not having me around but it's i mean it's the idea of this if you want to you know' because it, it's i also the the idea I was thinking about this the other day the other day there that um there are two groups of there are two people who um save who well, well, there are two different people who will die for you one is the american soldier marine airman whatever and the other is jesus christ they have both died for your for your well-being for you um for your well not necessarily soul but uh any military american military personnel has willfully signed over his life for your health safety and freedom Jesus did the same thing, only he signed over his life to ensure that you're not going to go to someplace really, really bad when you die. And he's also did that so that when you are living, that his angels will help protect you from bad stuff. I mean, bad stuff does happen to Christians. Yes, it does. That was the big thing I remember is that the question is, why does bad things happen to good people? Well, my personal opinion is is bad things, one reason why bad things happen to, happen to good people <clears throat> is because, well, what happens when you go through really bad times? First thing you go is, oh my God, oh God, you know, you want to pray. Um, and maybe that's why, maybe, maybe God's not happy with your prayer life. You know, again, and when people do, even when people do die, good people die, well, again, maybe perhaps that's their time. I mean, that's a terrible thing to think of and a thing to say to somebody who just lost someone. But, uh, I mean, the truth can't be all nice and flowers and pink butterflies and everything else. I mean, truth is, is can be harsh. So, you know, when people die, it's, you know, maybe when God says, hey, it's time, child, come home. You know, that goes with anything. Either it goes with, with going to war, um, vaccine, some illness, no matter what it is, you know, when, you know, or just, just happen to just drop dead of a heart attack or whatever, when God says, Hey, it's time. You really can't argue with God. I mean, you can try, but it won't do any good. But anyway, it, it's, it's something, it's a special feeling that uh, I really rather enjoy to, to be close to God through, through the spirit, through Jesus Christ. And, uh, and I, you know, I encourage it you know if you don't have a bible you get one i mean they i as i understand it the bible to this day is the best selling book of all time uh, and i also no not the best selling as i is I, i've heard um that the bible is the top of the most stolen book of all time uh, i'm not sure if that means bookstores or in hotel rooms or whatever but uh, you can also you get the bible on, online and and whatnot but um and uh it's not necessarily to read and to understand, boom, especially if you're not a believer, but uh, <clears throat> it's the idea of of reading what you can and then asking God to help you understand it. Um, you know, asking Jesus come to come into your heart, to recognize that yes, you have sinned, recognize that he did die on the cross for your sins, recognize that he was buried in a tomb for three days um, while he was in hell, paying for your sin and everyone else's sin recognize that he did come out um glorified and recognize that he did get ascended into heaven and all this for you and for everyone else so it's it's a a different way of thinking and looking well not different it's been around for many years but uh, to some people may be different and that's just that's just what i think so if you would like to try a different way of looking things i think are things aren't going for you the way you'd like them to and it's okay there's got to be a change or something well consider that like, like i said before and in, in, um in, in the intro is that uh it, this i will be talking about my faith and this will not be the last time not no not by a long shot and i should have t- spoke about this earlier so anyway <laughs> it should have been a lot earlier considering how important god is to me uh, i do my best to follow what he says but of course being human and being you know sinful and even though i am a christian um it's the idea of yes i'm a christian but i'm also still a sinner a sinner saved by grace <clears throat> so anyway um a uh, little thing out of there a little goodbye music i guess you could say <clears throat> but i just want to say that that look into it you know get a bible read it do some praying um It'll, it'll help your, your, your heart, your, your soul so to speak, it, it, it can, it'll put you at ease. Um, you don't feel quite as anxious or angry. Um, besides that also, God has a plan for you. He has a plan. What that is, I don't know. I don't even know God's plan for me right now, but God has a plan for everyone. And you know, and just the idea that you know that God isn't going to do anything bad to you. He's going to bless you. That's he wants to bless you. <clears throat> so, the idea is just, uh, to, you know, follow that. You know, just knowing that, okay, God has a plan for you, and you'll be blessed with this plan. And as long as it's in His plans, anything you ask, it's going to happen. And so, so yeah, look into that. Uh, pray about it. Um, you don't have to know how to pray. Just God's listening anyway. And it's kind of funny, the prayers, I think are really weird prayers. That's, he hears it, okay, boom, done, you got it. So um, anyway, with all that, I'm going to bow out of here for this week, so to speak. And again, if you have any comments or anything else, um, either watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Well, this is Dale. This is, from a particular point of view, have yourselves a, uh, a great day and, uh, and week, and uh, I will talk to you, uh, if God's willing, next Saturday, about the same time and place, whatever. Uh, have a good one, everybody. See you later on.